Yeah. And in reality, it's like, no, I'm actually... <laughs> oh, oh, my God, God. Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the sound the fart made. <laughs> <laughs> it is so fucking big. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> topics we have had lately is um feminism but also because i want to bring up the whole welding shit you know what i'm talking about yes what okay so i know a couple girls so <laughs> not i don't know if she hears this or not and she can put me on blast if she wants i don't give a shit so this girl's always talking about how oh hashtag girls that weld hashtag girls that drink beer none of that sissy shit she's talking about wine and like goofy stuff drinks and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah cheers and with our peach vodka <laughs> and so she's that always like that and i'm and i told her i'm like that isn't that doesn't what because she's always hashtagging hashtag girls that weld hashtag girls that drink beer hashtag girls that ride and i'm like why do you have to let everybody know that you're not a girly girl like that's not such a bad thing to be girly girl mm-hmm. can but i just point out ali vilches mm-hmm. is a girly girl and i've seen her chug a fucking huge ass beer at huffway house in las vegas oh yes just saying oh yeah. yes and she was just talking about lipstick from nars oh yes <laughs> and I was. she don't hashtag that <laughs> oh no, no but this girl <laughs> i swear she's always just like oh i'm not a girl i'm not a girl's girl i'm more of a man's girl or some some bullshit like that and mm-hmm. girls that lived hash and i'm like why yeah. do you why what's with the hashtags yeah why do you feel like you have to approve yourself with guys kind of like show them you're not a girly girl like you're down to earth like we get it you don't have to be a girly girl to be she, down to earth like trying to prove that she's one of the guys yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like why do you have to do that and yeah. it's not me it's not that i'm hating like you know it sounds like i'm hating but i'm not i'm just wondering like no i understand why do you make it sound like that it's the same thing that like when it comes to people fat shaming, it's like, oh, like, we'll fat shame, but, you know, it's like, but we'll do the same thing with skinny people, like, like, oh, you need to eat, but, like, please don't fat shame somebody, like, you know, like, oh, they're just big boned or something like that, you know? It's like, by saying one is better than the other, it does not make you it okay. Like, it, the issue. Like, we're on the same team, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can be a girl who welds, a girl who drinks beer, and a girl who rides a bike, but you can also be a girly girl. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a girly girl. There's nothing wrong with being both, you know? Absolutely. Like, okay, like, you know the picture of where it's a picture of a man's hand and a woman's hand, and the husband's like, my hands look like this, or her hands stay like this, or her hands are nice and clean. Like, manicured. And yeah. Yeah. She, you know, she posts, she said something, she goes, oh, I don't need anybody to uh, support me financially. Great, good for you. You're doing what you mm-hmm. gotta do for you and your son. I get it. But why talk shit? And then she goes, hashtag, she has some fucked up fingers. Why does she have fucked up fingers? Yeah. And I think it's only because she feels like, as a woman, she's supposed to do it. Like, no, the man decided to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. like, if your brother wanted to be like, no, you stay home and do it. Like, I'm not, I'm going to be like, you know what? I want to work too. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But we're still... I don't know. It's well. It's like with me. I earn my money and I spend it the way I want to, mm-hmm. and I give the way I want to. Exactly. And there is no man. I have a boyfriend who it's his money and it's not my money. Because there are women who feel like if they marry this, they no longer have to work and mm-hmm. yeah. his money. It's like it was funny. One of my friends was saying like he made a joke like. Oh, let me guess. What's yours is, or what's his is yours, and what's yours is yours. And I said, No. Oh God, no. What's mine is mine, <laughs> and what's his is his. And if we decide to share, 
Whoopee. Good for you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, there isn't any, like, and then I don't boast Jeez. about how I spend my money and I have this money. And, and Alex doesn't do the same thing either. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know why there has to be this big facade of how women work for their money. I mean, who cares? Mm-hmm. All, every single person should work for money. Yes, there are women who want to stay home on a and be stay home moms. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that there either. Is. No, there's not. Of course, I mean, not. there doesn't need to be a hashtag stay at home mommies. No, yeah. there doesn't, and there also doesn't need to. I fend for myself. No, it, yeah. it's just do you. That's it, it, that's always what I see. It is. It's like the girl who wants the attention because she's one of the. I'm one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't publicly talk about how I'm one of the guys. I just go. Yeah, I like comic books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's nothing like, like, Yeah, exactly. oh my god, I deserve 25 hashtags. Like, yeah. it's so stupid. Because that kind of sounds like a girl who's been insecure and maybe wants the attention. Because it, she it never does got sound it like before. It. it does sound like that. And mm-hmm. it just makes me mad because I'm like, I'm not a girly girl. You see me right now. No makeup. And what do I do? I fart. I burp. I take a shit. Take a shit. In the middle of our podcast. In the middle of our podcast. <laughs> I take a shit in the woods. <laughs> and send it to everybody. And send it to everybody. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I do all this, but you don't see me hashtag not one of, not a girl, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, it just makes me look like I'm You're trying like, no, to I like, still like looking at yeah. wearing a cute oh, dress. Oh, I love makeup. And, I love yeah, makeup. Yeah. And you know, you've seen the big old box I have. Mm-hmm. And I the love bo- it. The, the storage thing we bought yes. you for Christmas? And yeah. It's, it's pretty much filled up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, and you've seen it, and I love it. But it doesn't mean that I'm not a girly girl. I'm not a guy's girl either. Mm. I'm just me. It doesn't make like you any it. less of anything. Yeah, exactly. And it's plain and simple. All these women are just like, the ones, oh my God, the gym ones have to piss me off the most. Hashtag <laughs> that gym life. Girls that lift. Just it's like, like hashtag, cool, you have muscles. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, no offense to the friends that go to the gym and Work out, yeah, good I for you, but, you know. I know, Allie goes, she's one of them. Are you? So. You lift? You Sorry. constantly post it online. And be yeah, like, oh, I do. I take lift. selfies. Okay. Not gonna no. lie, when I first started going to the gym, I did be like, oh, the gym life. Hashtag. Oh, God. But, I was <laughs> but I'll let you know that the last time I went to the gym, I was on the treadmill next to these two ladies who, the whole 25 minutes I was on the treadmill, never once stop talking and they did not move at all <laughs> they weren't like standing stationary on the treadmills and i was like i don't know which one's worse like okay did they already do their workout and they just won't leave like or are they just not working out every once in a while they'd like do like a stretch on the treadmill that's not moving and just talking and talking and then they just left and i was like wait i don't think that's how it works girl like don't just put on some <laughs> leggings and stand and on the stand there, stationary yeah. she bought treadmill. those fabletics from kate russian <laughs> No, it's yeah. like the, the skit, if any of you guys have seen it, from Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. where he's watching this guy, like, about to lift, yes. and he's like, doing all this, and he's like, I'm about to lift so hard Oh, right yeah, now. he's like, he looks down. like he's about to lift, and all of a sudden, he just walks away. I'm like, yeah, he, like, lays down, he, like, grinds the actual thing, and then he goes, and then leaves. Yeah. Like, he I didn't, he's like, he didn't even lift once. Oh, my God, that's great. I have to see that, though. Yeah. That's it is so the funny. Funniest it's crap. funny, and then just... You know, it's, I don't know, like, what, I don't know how to deal with this, you know, the shit, because it just pisses me off. Craft services just delivered, sorry. (laughs) Same rest of cheese burritos for my girls. Miggies is life. Grazie. No, I feel you, and it's tough because, like, you have to stop yourself from judging people, you know, and that's hard because it's like, okay, like, you're doing things that I don't necessarily agree with you know and it's like okay i understand like you're proud of 
of everything that's going on and you're proud of what you're doing you know proud of your welding and stuff like that it's like but you don't have to bash somebody else you know for what they're doing just to make yourself look better you yeah, know? yeah, you're Especially, alienating yourself and, and, and alienating others. It just others. makes me sad because I'm like, okay, you're a woman that welds good for you. What about yeah, the women who stay at home the woman, and raise their and kids? And they're still, yeah. you know, they're so strong. They, you don't know what they got to deal with. And the thing that I guess bothered me the most that she has a kid, and it's like, what are you teaching your son? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you know, don't teach him values of women. Yeah, do it. Yeah, fine. But don't tell him, oh, the women that are, you know, work from home or they're, they're just whatever. Go yeah, for they're one not that's good. like, yeah. you know, that's a manly girl. Like, yeah. why? Why no. are you teaching your son this? Like a girl, like a woman can be whatever they want to be. That's know? the message matter. we really need to yeah. convey. Instead of women who will, women who can do more than what is represented of women. Mm-hmm. That's better. Yes. Like, because like I said, all three of us are women who are not stereotypical women, yeah. blonde hair, flipping their hair back and walking with their you have blonde hair but blondish blondish I'm a natural blonde but you know what I mean like the yeah. people who are expected to just spend their entire day shopping and like that's that's ultimately the bad representation women um, do have yeah, exactly. is that we need to be we need to keep ourselves in the kitchen and it's not just that just though stuff like I that because I was when I was working for um, the school there was a okay go <laughs> There was a male, there's a male teacher, and there's male, not teachers, I should say, more like male um, daycare people. And I was like, oh my God, why don't we see more men doing daycare stuff? Why? Because again, that's a female job, supposedly a female mm-hmm. job. It's mm-hmm. what a female's supposed to do, and the men's supposed to be like the macho, like, oh, yeah. I'm working on buildings, I'm mm. building shit. Like, well, it's no. like, they made an entire mockery in this movie, uh, Meet the Parents, yeah. because um, Ben Stiller's character was a nurse, was a nurse. Yeah. and that yeah. was a huge joke. A nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, it's like, men, if they're yeah. doing anything that is feminine, or what They're considered gay, expected. they're considered wussies, yeah. they're considered... All kinds of stuff. It emasculates like, men if they do a field that is yeah. typically women. Like like musicians, even with musicians itself, if you're in the rock industry, women are not taken as seriously as men are. Ooh. And that's the sad part. It's like, oh, they're just a stupid pop singer and they're trying to sing metal. And I like people like Lizzie Hale and, you know, um, the girls from Heart. You know, them, mm-hmm. they're allowed to create a, you know, FU persona like, guess what? I'm a woman in rock and I, guess what? I'm rocking. Because it, there's such a stigma to yep. every type, every of, type of job. Field. Yep. It's so ridiculous. It is, and I hate it so much. Because I was actually surprised when I was working that there was this man that was actually working with us, like, with the babies, changing the diapers and all this. And you know, like, you know, even back in the days, the woman was supposed to do the feeding, the changing, the mm-hmm. everything, while the man just stood there. Mm-hmm. And it, I was surprised. I was shocked. I was like... You know, like, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, and it just surprised me that this guy was working, and he's, like, he's about 40-something years old, and he was working, and I asked him, like, why did you decide to work here? He's like, I just got sick of my job. I'm like, what was it? He was like, something with um, construction. And I was like, okay. Then I'm like, that's cool. We could always use a male, Do you what know? makes you happy. Especially because mm-hmm. the kids, I feel like they take more, um, they have more respect for the males, that work there they have more you know not saying that we're not in control of the kids you know because we do we teach them we do all this stuff but i feel like when there's a male present they tend to behave a little better it's because yeah a lot of the times 
I'm sure in their own household, dad is authority. Yeah. And that's kind of how it probably is for a lot of families is that dad is the one you're probably afraid of the most. Yeah. But then again, mom can grab her chunkla and you can run down the hall (laughs) and it's like... You hear that, and then you're like, fuck. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. Actually, what's funny is I actually found this article. I'm glad I remembered is there was a female teacher and a male teacher. Mm -hmm. The male teacher, he was a a teacher. He was in that field, and he decided to become a male model. Mm -hmm. I think it's a male underwear model. I saw this, too. And he became a model, and everyone was like, yeah, praising this guy. Then a female teacher, who is now strictly just a female teacher, but in her past, did underwear modeling. In her past, she is being just... Crucified. Yeah. Yes. Like, she is literally the sin of all sins. Like, everyone is just like, this is disgusting, repulsive. And she's being attacked. And honestly, how I perceive it is because she's female. Mm-hmm. And he like nobody cares that it's a male. It's it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's because she's female, and that's what pissed me off enough. It was like this is a guy who went to this profession after he was a teacher. This mm-hmm. is a woman who probably needed to pay her bills and was given the opportunity yeah. to become a model. Yeah, it's it's she's not doing anything heinous. Oh, she's no. not doing anything insane. She did something. Probably to pay for school because God knows that skyrocketed so, prices. expensive, yeah. And now she's a teacher. She doesn't do mm-hmm. that anymore. And uh-huh. it came back to haunt her in the way that she probably hoped when she took those photos, please don't come back and haunt me. Or maybe she was proud that she was empowered enough to do this type oh, but, of photo. But God forbid that she's proud of those photos. Like, yeah. oh no, that slut. Like... You can have it. When I was yeah. doing the suicide pictures and I wanted to go to school for be a teacher, preschool mm-hmm. teacher, I was like, okay, if I do this, I know it's going to come back and bite me in the ass because people are going to be like, oh, you know, she did these pictures and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now she's a, you know what I mean? And that, that's what I'm afraid, that's what I was afraid of too. Like, do I really want to do this? Is this something I really want to jeopardize and blah, blah, blah. But I wrote all sorts of notes and a lot of my stuff that comes up with stuff about feminism is victim shaming mm-hmm. and and rape culture and the whole deal and we can have a whole podcast just on rape culture alone yeah but it bugs me so much and when you were talking about uh you know females and males and doing the, the same jobs and different jobs and stuff like that like i just brought up some statistics from just like since you know i'm in film school and i'm trying to get in the film business like just just being a female in film school like, being like, oh, yeah, like, you know, everybody can do, like, I'm in a class with, like, 15, 15-ish people of three girls. Three girls. And it's always, like, when we have to shoot something, it's like, can you be our actress? And mm. I like, no, I would like to touch a camera. You're that like, would be nice. I'm not here to be an actor. If that was the case, I'd go to AMDA. Exactly. And it's like, like, oh, can I, can, like, here, I'll take this light. Like, no, you can't get a, no, I can I can pick up this light like it's it's fine. It's like I'm here the same reasons you can are. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And the fact that I see the like the underlying sexism already. I had somebody tell me who I used to work with. I had somebody tell me he was like, "Oh, like you want to be a director? That's cool. Um, good luck because there's only two well-known female directors, Catherine Bigelow and Sofia Coppola." And he's like, "And the only reason that they're famous is because of men." He's like, Catherine Bigelow is only famous because she was married to James Cameron. 
And Sofia Coppola is only famous because of her dad, Francis Ford Coppola. So mm-hmm. good luck. He's like, so you're going to have to work extra hard. And I was like, I, I mean, I, yes, I'm aware of that. But that's like pretty messed up of you to say that. Like, like basically saying like the only way that I'm going to. Like you're already expecting me to fail. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, I have to marry somebody rich and famous and very well known for my work to be seen. Or you have to do sexual favors. I can. There's actresses where we're like. They're like, oh, you'll get the part if you sleep with me. And it's like, why do mm-hmm. I sleep with you? The I, whole acting yeah. industry is just as bad. It's like... It's just as bad. Women, and I think, um, Dina, your mom mm-hmm. very impo- pointed this out, mm-hmm. is how we watch women age in film. Oh, And oh, how we don't so see bad. men yep. age in film. Mm-hmm. And she pointed out the reason why we don't see men age in film is because they're always given the opportunity to be the leading man. Mm-hmm. Women, as soon as you hit the point where a crinkle starts in your forehead or your eyes. Can't work. The next time we see you is when you're like 54, 45 doing and, and a film. And that's playing with, a grandmother. Grandma. Yeah, playing a grandma. Playing a woman dating an old Jack Nicholson, some shit like yeah. that. Yep. And I'm like, these women are insanely talented and they're not given the opportunity like men to go out mm-hmm. and be like, like, that's why I love watching Kristen Wiig because she is an older actress. She's in her 30s and close to her 40s. And, and Maya Rudolph, I mm-hmm. love seeing them. Yeah. In, I mean, of course, they're in, they're not in any real series. I mean, Kristen Wiig has tried to do serious film. Have you seen Skeleton Twins, though? That movie was so I heard so she was good. good. I heard. And that's what, it, it, I'm, I'm glad to see people like that. And Kate Winslet, who's been able to kind of mm-hmm. maintain a career as mm-hmm. an aging actress. Yeah. But then you look at, like. Anne Hathaway. Ugh. Anne Hathaway, she's been successful in it. But like Kathy Bates, mm-hmm. you've yep. only known her as old. Mm-hmm. And um, Diane Keaton, you've mm-hmm. only known her as old. Old and, and really young. And that's yeah. it. Nothing in between. There's nothing in between. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. Because George Clooney, we've watched him grow as an actor. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, we've watched him grow as an actor. And that's a sad thing. Is I'm sure, aside from behind the scenes, even on, mm-hmm. be, on screen... Women are totally, and this isn't because, like, I'm not a part of the pro-feminist where I'm going to burn my bra at the stake. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I love my bra. They're very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. But at the same time, as a female in acting, and because I, aside from being female myself, I experience it as being, you know, a chubby actress. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I go into theater, oh my god, you'd be such a good Tracy in Hairspray. <laughs> Thanks. Why? Is it because I'm fat? You know, it's something like that. (laughs) Like, I'm pigeonholed into being the funny friend Mm -hmm. or the villain. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. I'm never cast in any role where I'm like, I'm like the Gone with the Wind lead and I'm in this gorgeous gown. Yeah, exactly. I'm either Ursula Uh or like the fat friend who has like four lines and who is really unnecessary but they feel like they need to fit the quota mm-hmm. of status quo. Of course. Like that's it's so bad. Yeah. Same thing with um teachers that sleep with their students. So <clears throat> what pisses me off is um <laughs> what pisses me off is the fact that women can the women teachers sleep with their students are crucified. Whatever. But at the same time, in school, the, all the you, you know, all these little kids' friends are like, "Hell yeah, you tap that. That's cool." But mm. when it comes to the male doing the same thing to a female, all of a sudden, it's like it, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. She probably influenced him to do yeah. it. Yeah, always you see she that, and it's always like that. like that. And the, and yes. the funny thing is, 
that they're bringing this up is the only reason why I say this is because I went through an experience where by a, ma- a family member di- did stuff to me, mm-hmm. but his mom was blaming me. Mm. And I'm like, why am I being blamed? Mm. I was only, I was between the ages of eight and 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. she, when I was 13, told me, don't seduce my son. <laughs> In my head, I was like, bitch, are you kidding me? Like, the last thing I want to do is do any of that with anybody. Yeah. Like, that, what I went through when I was eight is not something I would want to because I was depressed from eight yeah. until even that is now. That a serious PTSD. Yeah. And so, but there, there's a difference. You know, and his excuse was, oh, well, he blamed my other cousins, which is not true, by the way. He blamed them, saying, well, they did it to me, so I did it to her. <laughs> and I'm like, um, no, yeah. that's not what, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you see where I'm going with this? Like, it just... It didn't make sense then for his mom to back him up and be like, not, you know, she's supposed to be like the person to look after me and stuff like that. And she, and she didn't. And my dad had no clue. My parents had no clue till I was 23, maybe mm-hmm. 24, even the latest. They just found out not like maybe a couple years ago when I met Jason. Mm-hmm. That was like, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> there, you know, it's. Like, that pisses me off, and I'm like, okay, why Why are we get like, why are the victims getting blamed for it at such a young age, especially when it happened at a young age? Like, yeah. why is it that, why was it my fault? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was eight, why? And he was 13. You're like, I didn't Again, even know how is what this my was fault? going on. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I, it's another thing, like, when, um, and I'm sure we've all seen it, including, you know, Daisy's boyfriend, he is here, he's our audience. Um... <laughs> He, he's waving. So he can't see you wave. <laughs> but it's like, have you guys ever seen this where a guy fucks pretty much everyone? And oh, bro, you got it tonight. Like, Dude, bro, bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit it. But when women try to play the field and they find out that they slept with, you know, Jose, Jose and 1 Ricardo and Jose and then, 2, you know? Yeah. They're like, what a fucking slut. Right. And they just attack this woman yes. attack her being to where she feels incredibly insecure mm-hmm. like i'm not that type of person but i'm also not gonna go up to that person and be like you're a fucking slut i would not slut shame whatsoever no. because i know you know ricardo is probably doing the same thing and probably getting high fives for it why is there such a double standard as far as if a man can sleep around why can't a woman sleep around not yeah. saying i'm advocating that because that's not something I would do. But I'm also not saying, like, why should Ricardo not get shit, too? Exactly. If because he's bl- a man. Yeah. If you're going to blame... Honest, society sees females as uh, innocent. We're supposed to, you know, be a certain way. We're not supposed to act like men, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why we're being slut-shamed. Well, yeah, but the problem with that is is we always say, like, oh, society tells me this. Like, what is society? It's us. Like, we, like, as, as cliched as, like, be the change you want to see in the world, like, Gandhi, mm-hmm. like, you have to change. Like, we have to be the people who are like, okay, but yeah, like, I understand, like, like, dude, like, you know, he's slept with, like, 15 girls, like, oh my god, but wait, no, you've, like, a girl has slept with two guys? Like, oh my god, such a slut. Like, wait, mm-hmm. no, that's wrong. I can't be with you because no. No. But this goes way, way back in oh, the day, yeah, too, it does. you know? It does, that's why it's so hard to try and get society to be on the female side to be mm-hmm. like you know what it's not fair that we're being treated differently even though mm-hmm. we do exactly the same thing as the men do exactly mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's it's the same thing well i wouldn't okay i wouldn't say it's the same thing but like in regards to like really changing things you know the way i see it is like like with civil rights you know it's just like oh wait 
Like, I understand, like, this has been normal for, like, hundreds of years. Like, you had slaves, and we don't have rights, and the back of the bus, and the whole deal, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, wait, like, I'm, like, a young black person or whatever. I realize this is wrong. Like, I, I need some people to help me, and we will all realize this is wrong. Like, I understand, like, you older people were born into a different time, like, mm -hmm. different values, but this is wrong, and we're going to show you why. This is, like, the same thing when it comes to slut shaming and nudity and feminism and the whole deal right yeah. it's like it's it's us and we can't sit here and say like oh no we just have to wait for like it's society like i can't do anything about it like, it's no, like we, why we should we do wait things about for somebody and somebody to walk into their door and be shot in the back like martin luther king exactly why do we have to wait for something that serious to happen Mm -hmm. for us to make a change mm -hmm. because I don't want it. It's like with transgendered people with them being mm -hmm. horribly bullied and being murdered yep. simply because they identify as the sex they weren't born as mm -hmm. that. Why should that negatively affect me? You know, Amber Rose, yes. mm -hmm. you know how she does a slut shame walk. Yeah. Stuff? The slut walk. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I, I give her props for that only because yeah, she was a stripper. Yeah. She did what she had to do to get the money Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, she didn't go to college like normal people, what you would consider normal mm -hmm. people and stuff. So I give her a lot of props for that. And, you know, I do follow her and I'm like, you know what, like, good for you. Like, you're standing up for for women that are, are being slept shamed. And the thing is, a lot of people are like, like Kanye told, you know, was like, did interviews about how, like, he had to take, like, a certain amount of showers before he got in bed with Kim because mm -hmm. he was with because Amber. The truth is, Amber wasn't with a lot of guys. No. She's probably three guys before Kanye. Yeah. And Kim has more than that. Mm. And, you know, for him to sit there and slut shame her, it's kind of like, mm, okay, like, you're just being sexist now because you've had a lot of partners, but Kim's had a lot of partners, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for you to slut shame your ex is, I feel like it's a low blow. It's a very low blow. And it's, and it's hard for us. To be like, oh, yeah, no, like, I'm not going to slut shame her. Like, oh, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. But, you know, as a society, like, we sit here and think, like, like it's, like, implanted in our brains. Like, oh, you're a stripper. Like, oh, like, you, like. You suck you dick. You sex. <laughs> like, oh. Wait. Mm -hmm. Really? You like, glorify something that we were told that was only supposed to be in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. Like, and. and It's and, taboo. It's what it's, it is. Yeah, it's taboo. taboo. And, and in doing my research for this podcast, I, you know, I came across a lot of different articles about how completely different America is based on, like, in any other country in the world. Yeah. You know, in regards to sex and sexuality and nudity and, and everything like that. And it's just like, we're the only ones who will, you know, sit here and be like, oh, like, oh, you're going to have sex with that person you're not married. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, but like. You did it when you were a teenager. Like, <laughs> don't lie. Right. Mm -hmm. And and it blows my mind because it's like, okay, like, you're going to sit here and, and judge somebody else on this for being a stripper. But it's like, okay, yeah, but how many girlfriends have you had? How many boyfriends have you had? You weren't married. You weren't doing this. Like, it's almost the same thing. And then what's the big deal? Like, you know, if I do this, if I have many partners, what's... And the thing about being a stripper, care? too, yeah. is that fact that you're not sleeping with them no yeah you can if you wanted to but you know it's up to the that stripper that person mm -hmm. but most of the time it's topless mm -hmm. what is it's boobs mm -hmm. i mean men show their boobs all the time and for <laughs> some reason dope. for some reason it's okay for them to show it but if we walk around naked with our 
you know, our tatas hanging out, all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> put some clothes on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, free the and nipple. it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, mm, okay, like, why is it okay for you? Like, same thing when we were bathing suits between underwear and bras. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Nothing. Nothing. But for some reason, one is more um, considered tabooish, I guess, than wearing a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. You can walk around your house with a bra and underwear. It's the same thing you're wearing a bathing suit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for some reason, you know, people are going to be like, They'd be like, oh. put some clothes on. Why yeah. are you wearing that? Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's dumb. And it's like, why Why is it being seen that way? That's my biggest thing. It's like, why is it being seen? Why isn't, you know, not a lot of people are standing up for it. And it's like, well, it's, we should. It's sad because I, I read a lot of interesting articles about, especially about nudity for women too. And, and, and there's a whole like free the nipple movement and mm. everything like that. And that's awesome. And I love it. Um, but there's so many people who's kind of just like, okay, like, like you bathe, you take a shower, like you, you see your own body like every day. Why is it so taboo for you to see that in regards to like, okay, normal life, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like, oh no, like I could never see a boob. Like, oh my (laughs) God, how dare you, Mm -hmm. you know, shame on you. Like, that's so bad. Like, I don't, I like, I don't understand it like at all. And I think the problem is, is based on our country and the entire world, like, we're just so immature yeah. when it comes I, to breasts, really. Yeah. It's like, it's like we sexualize everything. Yeah. We, we sexualize do. breasts, nudity, lips, anything. And the fun thing that you like, say that's like, uh, people sexualize the fact that when their mom's breastfeeding in public, it's, they, they look at it as a sex thing and it's like, that stresses how, me it makes me how so is angry. That, how is that a sex thing? Your child makes is, me so mad. Drink, is getting, it's eating, it's, mm-hmm. you know, drinking. It's how is that sexualizing it? Like it's that not. to me does not make sense. It's like uh, I can't even. And the thing it's, that bothers me the, a lot, and mostly with that is, yes, men are ones who are against it, but a lot of women are against yeah, women they breastfeeding. Are. Mm-hmm. For instance, yesterday Alex and I went to an event, and this woman, her baby was crying, he was hungry, mm-hmm. and she breastfed in the middle of a lecture with a physicist. Like. And I wasn't like, oh my god, did she, re- did she, she really did. Mm-hmm. That doesn't affect me because I'm like, this is natural. Mm-hmm. We, we create milk for reasons yeah. that are natural. Yeah. Why should we make a man or a woman feel like it is sexual? Why do we have to sexualize human nature as far as feeding a child? Mm-hmm. It makes absolutely see, no a, sense. I think I, I think when men sexualize it, I think they see it as a perverted thing. Yeah. Yeah. And when women do it, when women are, you know, sexualized, other women do it, I feel like it's kind of like they're being indecent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not so much being perverted. It's just more like they have no shame. Instead of and looking at it as feeding it, they look at it as why are you exposing your breast? Yeah. They, that's you know, stupid. It's it is. so stupid. So stupid. That stresses me out so much because they actually did like a... Like, you know how you or Facebook has been going around yeah. doing, like, these little secret, like, things to kind of see how society reacts to certain things? And they mm-hmm. did do a breastfeeding one. And this woman was sitting there breastfeeding her child. And a woman next door said, can you can you just not do that right here? And she's like, what, what's the problem? What's the problem? And she's like, well, I'm a mother, too. And I just, I wouldn't do that with my child. I said, but he's, she was like, but he's hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I wouldn't do that. Then look away. He said, leave. Like, yeah, why leave. Does it affect look away. You? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. It it's like if your child was hungry, you didn't have a bottle with you. Would you just let your child be hungry? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You no. would pop out your boob and feed your goddamn child. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why it's such an issue. And I don't like the women versus women. 
I hate the yeah. attack women are making on women. Yeah, because it it's makes like we're, no sense. We're, we're supposed, supposed to, to be united. Yeah. Exactly. And it just doesn't make sense when they do that, and it's like, well, then what are we fighting for? Like, mm-hmm. why are we, you know, I just, I don't know. Oh, it makes me so mad because it it's does. like, it, it all ties together with nudity and feminism, and it's like, like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to do this, and it's like, oh, well, you don't want to, like, stay at home and cook for your husband. Right. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, if I don't want to do that and you want to, like, that's cool. But it, it's funny you bring mm-hmm. that up because my mom goes, uh, told her, I'm like, Jason's washing um, laundry. Mm-hmm. She goes, yours too? Yeah, mine too. Mm-hmm. He does that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does that. Oh, She's wow. like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just, it doesn't make, no, s- you know, to me, I'm like, she's a little bit old fashioned. Mm-hmm. My parents are old fashioned. So for her to, to for Jason to do our laundry, mm-hmm. ours, she's shocked. She's like, whoa, like, he does that for you? That's good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he does that. And I was for like, me. he's like, competent. He's, he can he, do, he can do our laundry. Just yeah. like, I could do our laundry. I do his. I do mine. I don't have a problem with it. He doesn't have a problem with it. It's mm-hmm. fine. What's the big deal? But it just seems, you know, it's just that when they're so shocked that a man will do a woman's job and, you know, or they will help with the cleaning and, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, he does that. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's I think it's kind of sad when they see it that way because it's like it shouldn't be that way. Or like. It is. And I'm like. Mm. Yeah. When they talk about like stay-at-home dads. Oh, And yeah. it's like, good for you. Like. Yeah. Man, that's so awesome. Like, I'm so, like, happy for you. It's like, yeah, that's great. I was like, but you're the same person who will be like, oh, like, to a woman, like, oh, you're not going to work. Yep. If there's the men who will emasculate men because they are staying and their wives are the ones working. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's why there's just an attack men against men and women against women. Mm-hmm. And there shouldn't be. It should be just why it shouldn't affect anybody. Exactly. I think it's just pointless. It is pointless. Because, it- I mean, how many of us... I mean, why a raise of hands that you guys cannot see, but how many of us, like, for instance, because I did want to make this podcast about our confidence, mm-hmm. how many of us can state that our confidence has been, you know, made horrible because of women? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like? Oh, yeah. Like, yes, I mean, yes, there yes. are men who are probably like, uh, oh, stupid bitch. But most of the time, if we were to think about mm-hmm. stories that happened to us as women and our confidence was just shattered Mm -hmm. completely shattered oh yeah and it was because of women yes it's like i understand i mean i wouldn't say i understand in a way that i i feel you girl no Mm. i understand that women feel better about themselves by by putting another female down putting another female down exactly i get why it's done because they're probably just as insecure about it exactly insecurity is brought on by mostly women and ourselves but do you guys have any experiences as far as like I'm sure all of us oh, do. Yes. Where we but see, just my thought we were the thing. so much with the girls. Mine was mostly men or boys back then, you know, insecure wise. Plus the PTSD from back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't really have a story for a female, but mostly men just or boys in high school tell me I was ugly. I look like a Chihuahua dog, which is why till this day I hate Chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, they are oh, annoying. You know, they're like, they you look like annoying. a dog, blah blah blah. And it wasn't so much females that I got a lot of negative stuff for or stuff from, yeah. but it was mostly men, mm-hmm. boys, whatever you want to call them at that age. Men child, men child, man child, man child. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. Well, for me, like. When I look back in high school, I'm like, I will never, ever want to go back to high school. 
Like, some people are like, oh, my God, like, I miss high school. It was so much fun. Like, no, for me, it was not fun. Like, I hated it. I, I developed very early, <laughs> so to say. Very, very early. So by the time I got to high school, it was one of those things where I, I stopped wearing shorts. I stopped wearing dresses, skirts, anything like that. Like, I wore layers upon layers and layers and layers. And I still got called things like a slut. A hoe, like this, all sorts of things, p things written about me on the high school walls by girls because of the size of my boobs, you know, to the point where it was just like, I, like, I don't feel comfortable, like, with myself. So when I was about 19 or 20, I got a breast reduction. Mm. And, and for that whole thing to kind of just, like, it changed everything. And it was kind of just like, like, I feel so much better about myself because of that. But it makes me sad at the same time that I was not able to love myself mm -hmm. when I was younger, you know? And it's like, if I could go back and be like, if I was just able to teach myself to love myself or, you know, the skin yeah. I was born in or whatever, you know, but you can't because you have all these different people coming at you like, like, oh yeah, don't wear that dress. Like it's, it's not flattering or you have too much cleavage or you have this. Yeah. I'm not going to the beach. Like I stopped wearing bathing suits altogether because it's like, I'm not going to wear this. Like I can't fit in this. If I do, like people are going to stare at me and and, and to deal with that and all sorts of stuff and like so much just like like sadness and and feeling so isolated in high school like it was it was awful and and I felt more ashamed by the fact that I've almost felt betrayed by girls mm -hmm. my age you know it's like I almost like understood you know like guys like you know oogling me or whatever you know it's like okay yeah I understand that yeah but like like, don't be mad at me as a girl because you weren't born with these. Like, you don't understand my struggles that I have to deal with yeah. my boobs. Like, like, <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, most of them are like, oh, I want your boobs. Like, honey, exactly. you, you, you don't. don't know. You don't know what we go through. You don't. And it's not a luxury we want. It's no. something we were born with because with big boobs comes big responsibilities. Literally, <laughs> your back hurts, your lower back hurts, your shoulders, your, your whole alignment is, like, just... Mm -hmm. You know, you're and you you run and your boobs are literally hitting you in the face, like no joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or you have to hold them down and run and be like this and walk, <laughs> run with one arm and stuff like yeah. that. And a lot of them are like, oh, well, you have such big boobs, blah, blah blah. Like, bitch, if I if I could, I'd be a B. I'd be an A, even if that. Just yeah. chop them like, all off. Just anything. Put them in my ass. I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah. don't. No. It's like the girls who are making fun of you being whatever size you were, if they were bigger than theirs, are the same girls that are going to Victoria's Secret dropping $80 on a bra that gives them a three different bra. sizes. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that shows the insecurity of said person saying it to said person. Yes. It's like, you're getting bras that flatten yourself because <laughs> everyone thinks that's just blasphemous for you to have this mm. large of a boob at that age. And then there's the other girls who are like, oh, I'm going to push them up to where they're touching my chin. Yeah. And, and some girls like the, the, you know, the fact that men look at them when they have, like, the push-up bras where it's, like, here, see the nice little cleavage and... They like the attention. The split cleavage, you know? yeah. And mm -hmm. good for you. You like it. I don't mm -hmm. because it's not just guys my age I'm getting hit on. I'm getting hit on by older men. Oh, I'm, yes. I, you get hit on by a lot, like 60, 70-year-old men staring at you. That's yeah. just uncomfortable because in your mind you're like, he's grandpa's age. Yeah. yeah. You. The first thing that pops to your head when you see an older man it's either your dad or your grandpa, and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, like, I don't know if I want to show this now, because it's just awkward for me. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I felt growing up. Like I said, like, by the time I was in sixth grade, I'm wearing the same size bra that I am now, <laughs> after my reduction. Mm -hmm. So, you know that it's just like, 
you know, I'd be out at the mall with my friends or my mom, and it's like, like I, as a 12-year-old, understand that that guy right there is checking me out, and he's older than my grandpa. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not okay. It's not. And, and, and it's like, what do you say? Like, what do you, like, you know, obviously, like, your mom's not going to sit here and say, like, oh, no, you have to go up to him, and you have to tell him that's not okay. Like, no, you, like, it, it's so hard to be a, a young girl and dealing with that. And then not knowing what to do about it. And then having, you, you know, your parents being like, I don't know what to do either. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, like I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's not your yeah. fault. But, I, like, yeah, sorry. No, it's, like, <laughs> it's like punishing her for having big boots. Like, you can't help it. I can't help it. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And I, that's how I, I felt. Think, yeah, I, yeah. Like, Allie, I developed early. I, you know, got my period in fifth grade. My boobs came oh, in. Well, I was like a... I was like a D in sixth grade, okay, mm-hmm. and it just kept going on. And in sixth grade, my teacher was—he must have been about sixty something. He would rub my shoulders, which made me uncomfortable. He would look down my shirt, and it just made me uncomfortable. And you know, for a while, I did not show my boobs in, in junior high. All I wore was black, um, black hooded shirt and mm-hmm. pants because I I did not want the attention. I did not like the attention. Mm-hmm. To this day, I don't even like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then high school came around, and it just became a different story. Mm-hmm. I I showed boobs. I showed cleavage. I was partying. I was doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing and stuff like that. I was doing, like, I was drinking a lot underage. I was smoking and blah, blah, blah. I just went through this big old, you know, phase. And when once I think I stopped showing cleavage, I think, when I met Jason. Really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, after that, I was like, Ugh, I did well, not, I didn't, I didn't like made you feel like it wasn't just, I'm sure you could probably agree with that, but he didn't, he probably made you feel like it's, for the first time, Yeah, it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and, and it is true, because I told him, like, most, every time I, you know, I had, uh, I'm going to say co- coitus, because family guy uses it. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, with a guy, it was simply like, bam. That's it. Done. Wham, bam, Bye. Bam. Like mm-hmm. I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you, kind of thing. And even in re- my relationships, it was always more about sex. And it was like, oh, okay. And then with Jason, it's just different because he didn't, he didn't he saw more than just boobs. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, it's more <laughs> than boobs. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. He's not just interested in this. Although this is probably a plus. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's beneficial. Well, but, I mean, just yeah. ask. Edsel, who started dating me before my breast reduction, and he's still here afterwards. So yeah, although he complains about it, but <laughs> he it's does. okay. Jokingly, he's so jokingly yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it is hard. And I told Jason, I'm like, so there's times where I seriously wish I was an A cup because even when I don't, even when I wear regular t-shirts like this, guys are still like staring mm-hmm. at she you. Has something, yeah. You, they're mm-hmm. like, damn, look at her boobs. And now that I gain weight, my boobs gain weight, and so now I'm like a double D. Mm-hmm. So now they're just like. Oh, I can't even wear a turtleneck. And I'm like, oh See, it's funny, though, because I think I talked about it in the last podcast, how, like, you guys experienced, blue, you know, blossoming really young. And me, I didn't get my boobs until I was a senior in high school. Bef- yeah. <laughs> and before then, I was literally, like, barely fitting into a B-cup. Oh, wow. Barely fitting in. And then 12th grade came along and they said, hey, sis. But anyways, mm. um, and I, I, I probably experienced the opposite part of it because then I would look at people like you like they're probably getting attention not knowing obviously that you're getting the attention you don't want exactly yeah. but I'm looking at it like oh she's, they get, she's getting the attention or or the job. Her. Mm-hmm. she's getting I the attention remember from everybody yeah I was in 
eighth grade, I believe it was, seventh or eighth grade. And this is stupid. It means nothing to me now, but I remember I, there was a guy I really liked, mm-hmm. and my friend, I won't say his name, he walked up to her and said, hey, you know, I know somebody who, who likes you. Mm-hmm. He said, how, how are her breasts? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Like, how, you know, oh how my God. her boobs? And he, my friend came back and told me that had happened. I wasn't phased by it because I didn't think that it was an issue mm-hmm. in eighth grade. Yeah. Seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was like, wait, what did you say? Yeah. Like, did you say badonkadonk? Like, what did I have? <laughs> and he's like, I mean, I, I mean, I said you had something. They were a nicer there. way of saying she has nothing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I was like, that made me insecure because I'm like, wait, so they do care if I have boobs or not? Yeah. And I think I started wearing a push-up as soon as it started ninth or tenth grade. It was like a baby Walmart like yeah, means push-up. Up. It was. It literally did nothing. Mm. But I thought I felt more secure about it, and mm. that's why. And I think I said in the last podcast how I bought a Victoria's Secret bra that made me a triple D. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember when I first met Daisy, how she's like, "You have small boobs." Yeah, and, and, and ever since then, I touch her boobs, and I was All like, that, is not, that yeah. is not small. And I was like, I remember b- both of you have yeah. gone, no, you have boobs, because you would touch the cleavage that that big-ass bra was making. Yeah. But then I remember we were in Las Vegas, and I was still in my <laughs> towel, and um, you were knocking at my door, and I remember I unlocked, opened it, like, hey, well, you know, what? what's going on? What's the game plan? Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, my God. You have nothing. <laughs> like, you slapped skin. <laughs> like, you were just like, oh, I she didn't is slap, alive. I grope a little bit. No, you literally did that because <laughs> there was nothing to grope because it was, like, flat. And, um, I mean, I won't say I'm, like, obviously, I'm not a negative. I, I do wear a C cup. I do have boobage. I don't Bobage. fill a C cup. I probably fill a B. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I, I understand what you guys could have got because I longed for what you guys yeah. had. But it's it's like polar opposites. Yeah. And the sad part is, is if you think about it, mm-hmm. like really think about it, think about your past, and you were so insecure about this breast size, how different your guys' lives would have been mm-hmm. had men and women just respected your body image yeah. and never yep. said anything. You would probably still have your boobs. Yeah. You would be yeah. like wearing low cut shirts because you didn't feel guilty that you were wearing them. Exactly. And made anybody feel inferior because of it. Mm-hmm. Like you would be like... Yeah, I got tits. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah. But because the attack on women and men that they, it's just insane. Like me, I would probably be fine being nothing. (laughs) And like Allie though, like at such a young age, yeah, I lost my virginity at 15. But what people don't know is that I did not have sex again till I was about 18. Mm-hmm. And during my whole high school, because I had big boobs, and I was Allie's size. I was size five, you know, big boobs, nice legs, and yeah, I'm short, but they were nice legs. And people would be like, oh, she's a slut. Mm-hmm. She sleeps with everybody. And I was like, because or, or my mm-hmm. favorite rumor was in high school was, I'm pregnant. And I was like, I haven't had sex in like two years. How can I be pregnant? But that's cool. And I'd be like, I think that's right. just one of the stupidest things and, that people can do is and, spread rumors. But see, the only reason around. why it was being spread around was mainly because of the way I looked. Mm-hmm. Because I had boobs that these girls didn't have boobs. And it was mostly my ex-boyfriend's girlfriends at the time would be like, oh, she's a slut. She sleeps with everybody. She's pregnant by this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I'm pretty sure I'm not too 
I'm not pregnant because I haven't had sex in like two years. Mm. Okay, like uh, calm your tits, <laughs> whatever tits you have, calm them. Because I'm not, I'm not. And that's the thing is like, yeah, I, I went through that whole high school phase where I was being called a slut, I was being called a, you know, all this stuff, and I was like, okay, that's cool. It, it didn't phase me because I know it wasn't true. Mm. I didn't care. It just bothered me most. Like it was mostly girls that were like. Yeah, I remember being in, I think it was my 11th grade year, and I remember getting a message from somebody whom I don't know, and I know it was a girl, that's the only fact I do know, saying at the time my best friend was pregnant, and I said, no, she is not, you know, like, are you trying to start rumors, Mm -hmm. and I remember I told another friend, like, this is fucking stupid, they're like saying, like, my friend's pregnant, and it's stupid, and then that person who I told it to told everybody. And created a bigger fuck. I don't. More importantly, this person probably initiated the entire thing because this is the person who enjoyed drama. Mm. And I just remember, I was like, "Why is this even happening? Why do people feel like they need to start rumors that negatively affects a person's person? Like being they're pregnant. Oh, she's a slut because she has triple F's, or she's this and that. I think mm. it's just disgusting. I experienced it so badly in school. I remember I was in school and. I had like an overnighter with a friend and this friend told me you'd probably be so much prettier if you wore makeup oh, and no. I never I never wore makeup I never wore makeup and mm-hmm. you guys know I didn't wear makeup up until like three years ago yeah I did not wear makeup I didn't feel like I needed it and if I did need it I didn't need it every day mm-hmm. and that's still how I am now I enjoy it but I don't wear it every day mm-hmm. and I remember that like, fucked me up so much. Yeah. By the time my senior year happened, I was wearing eyeliner, mm-hmm. wearing eyeshadow. I started wearing more and more makeup and being a little more, like, what society thinks is how a woman should sure. look. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're raised Hispanic mm-hmm. and you have a really old school Hispanic <laughs> yeah. mother who insists that you cannot leave a house. And this, I mean, this isn't just Hispanic mothers because I do know somebody whose mother. My grandmother did say this to my mom and her and I didn't know this until just recently, that she said, you can't leave the house unless you have your makeup done. My mom leaves the house all the time without her makeup done. I always leave the house without my makeup done. And I, I, I was like, why is that such a bad thing? Like, mm-hmm. why do I have to look like I have to impress somebody? Yeah, same with I'm Diana. just going to get Starbucks. Yeah. My, my mom tells me the same thing. She hates it when I go out with Jason. Why don't you wear makeup? Because I don't feel like wearing makeup. But you, you're so pretty. You should wear makeup. But why do I have to wear like makeup? Like, if I'm to look so prettier? pretty, why do I have to? Yeah. And, my, yeah. And, you know, not to bash my mother because I love her, even though she's a little crazy. <laughs> um, she, she does, she is one of those people that those females are like, why don't you wear makeup? Why don't you do this? Why don't, you know, and I'm like, because I don't want to wear makeup. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. And she's, she kind of tends to get her way sometimes, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if it's more of a woman thing or more of like a tradition Hispanic kind of thing mm-hmm. because she never left, she never leaves a house with makeup. If she does, she makes me get out of the car and buy her what she needs oh. she refuses to get out of the car without makeup. Or even if we're going to CVS really quick, she'll put on foundation. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, did you just really put foundation on to go to CVS to get like medicine? Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. And it's very old school, I think. Yeah. Because I think during that time in old school, people were expect women were expected to always have their hair done, always mm-hmm. have their makeup done, always mm-hmm. have the cleanest and most polished clothing. And 
and, and I'm glad to see that we are taking steps into, you know, being more open-minded as far as I don't need to be perfect mm -hmm. because we've grown up thinking that perfection is the only perf perfection there is. We can't leave the house without looking like we contoured our face like we're going to a fucking mm -hmm. fashion show. Because let's be honest, you come out of the house, the first thing people see is your makeup now. Mm -hmm. How you do it? Did you contour? Did you highlight? No, no. We're constantly it's asked, are you feeling okay? If we wear light makeup mm -hmm. or no. no makeup. Or no makeup. That's the thing I used to do. I used to get told if I was a crackhead and I'm like, why oh am I a crackhead? They're like, because you, you, I have really baggy and dark circles mm -hmm. and people just assume I used to do drugs. And I was like, no, I just, I you like some people actually just, just how, naturally have <laughs> like that's just circles. how I am. That's just how I am. I've yeah. always had dark circles, even at birth. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it just it just happened. Like I'm not into drugs, and people used to say, say, "Oh, I was a crackhead. I do like coke and all this." And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, quick question though. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to know. I brought this up because it kind of relates to it. I, I talked about it in the first podcast was The People versus OJ. Mm -hmm. Don't judge me. Um, but I just watched the episode where Marsha Clark, if you're familiar, she was the lead prosecutor. She was a female. Nobody took her seriously because she was a female. Um, and mm -hmm. she had this perm. Mm -hmm. And she this scene was portrayed so well because I felt... That's when you know there's a good actress is if she can just make a smirk and you're just like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. You just start feeling emotional. And in this scene, she goes to the hair salon. Because all over the news, and this is actually factual, all over the news they talked about how her appearance was horrible. Mm -hmm. They made fun of her her, her appearance. The OJ case was about mm -hmm. Marsha Clark's appearance. So she goes to the salon in the scene, and she is like, I, I don't know what to do. I want something softer. He's like, mm -hmm. I'll give you something fairer. And she's like washing her hair, and she just has this smile on her face, like, I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to mm. feel so good about myself. Like, you, I just felt her emotion because you could see how happy this is a fucking good actress. Mm. I think she's from American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's so good. <laughs> she's yeah. amazing. And um, you just see how happy she is. She's like, I'm going to feel like a woman. And mm. she walks into the courtroom with a shorter perm and everyone makes fun of her. She walks in with confidence and leaves mm -hmm. and she's in like literally in how they show it in the scene. She walks in with confidence, gets in the elevator and is like unsure. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, do I not like this? And then when she finally sits down, um, the judge goes, thank you for joining us, Marsha Clark, if that's you. <laughs> and um, mm -hmm. her, the, her second prosecutor writes on a note, you know, this is probably fabricated but he wrote i love it you look good and you just see her cry and like i'm getting emotional because i was watching it like oh my god she walked in confident and like she begins her sentencing like this the whole brief in tears and it's so sad because mm -hmm. that happens to women on a daily basis like how many of us have gone to get a haircut and think what if it doesn't look good yeah like yeah what are they what gonna, are they gonna think? think? Yeah. Why should I care? Yeah. Like Why if I like care? it, I like it. Whatever. Yeah, and I just I watched that today. Just like that is just seeing someone's come, and this is all just Sarah Paulson and yeah. Sherrod's insanely talented self. But just watching it, because I'm like the real Marsha Clark now says I feel so bad for Sarah Paulson for having to wear that perm. 
you know, mm. having to wear that wig. And I'm like, you should, you should have felt confident. Like, I feel bad that she has to be like, ha it was such a bad mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. When in reality, she probably was feeling like, confident because yep. all over the media, she was seen as being hideous mm-hmm. and like what the hell is this march she seems like a bitch mm-hmm. because of the way she looks and it just i've never felt my heartstrings pulled so hard to see a happy a woman being so happy to get her hair done and feel like mm-hmm. i'm finally gonna feel not so attacked <laughs> Sorry. and then to be just attacked by all the men on the prosecution and the mm-hmm. defense team of that trial it was so horrible oh yeah i, I mean that happens so it happens so much today and and Especially in regards to, like, the entertainment business and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's it's awful. It's it's horrible. Like, the, the questions that they ask actors and then they ask actresses, like, it it blows my mind. And, and I just don't understand why it's still a thing. And it's like, oh, like, oh, who are you wearing? Like, oh, like, what is your workout regimen? Like, they asked um, Anne Hathaway. That's, like, all they were insistent on asking her when she played Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises was, like, how'd you fit in that leather suit? Like, you look so good in that leather suit. It's like, no, wait, no, like... I'm an actress. Like you can ask me about like my process and the character. But see, all like, they care, ask everybody all, else. All they care about is the look. That's literally That's all that they care they about. They don't care about how she felt. How no. She, you know, how she became the role. How she got into it. Nothing is no. like who did your hair? Who did your makeup? Yeah. How did you fit into those tight little spandex? Yeah. Your ass looks great. By you the look way. so good for your age. And yeah. Just and like, well, the event yesterday when it was the lecture with the physicist. They, it was, you would have probably loved this lecture. Mm-hmm. It was a, a physicist from Caltech, and they were talking about scientific accuracy when it comes to big screen and mm-hmm. real science, like mm-hmm. interstellar and gravity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the host who was doing the kind of the emceeing was talking about, and they showed a scene from um, Star Trek, and she's mm-hmm. like, and did you guys notice the women's short skirts, short shirts, and the men in regular clothing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she pointed that out numerous times. And I was like, fuck yeah. Why are we wearing fucking shorts and because boots? sex sells. Yeah, it's, it's so sex sad. Sells. It's sad. Um, it is sad. Have you ever seen, there's a documentary on Netflix. It's called This Film Is Not Get Rated. Mm-mm. And you have to watch it. You have to watch it. because he thumbs up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about the rating system of Hollywood and how completely messed up it is. Because there can be a sex scene between two people and they could show full frontal. For a dude, right? Full frontal, no big deal. R rating, right? Mm-hmm. They do the same thing, or they show a woman having an orgasm, right? God forbid. Mm-hmm. NC-17 can't show in any theater, anywhere. Literally anywhere. And it's like, you're not required. Your film is not required to to get the rating. Like, it's, it's not a law. It's just like this little group of people that are anonymous mm-hmm. who will rate your movie. And it's like, oh, but if you don't get your film rated, like, none of these theaters are going to buy your movie. Like, they're not going to show it. So it's like, you have to get it. But it's like, okay, yeah, like, oh, you can't show this. Like, you showed a boob here. Like, uh, no, you can't show that boob. Oh, yeah, no, we saw kind of like a bush. Like, no, we can't. No, you can't show that either. Like, mm-hmm. that's not good. It's like, okay, yeah, but there's like a whole, like, penis. Like, Tom Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Like penis actor? No, no, that's uh, I Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I didn't like, know his name. Yeah, straight, like, just penis like there like having mm-hmm. sex with like four or Balls five different and everything. Yeah. yeah r rating like it's fine it's but a, it's susceptible yeah but god forbid we 
do a flash. And it's it like they do like side by side comparisons of like different sex scenes and stuff and and how different they are. Like there's a movie called um, But I'm a Cheerleader. I don't know if you've seen it. The lesbian. It's, yeah. a, it's a lesbian movie about like this like straight camp essentially uh-huh. and it was like totally like no like nc-17 this is like the worst thing we've ever seen oh my god how dare girls have sex with each other like oh my god this is awful and then they played it next to like some like almost porno movie but it was like like a straight couple you know having sex like you only see like the dude and that's it and then you saw like a butt or whatever but like they're they're having sex like oh my god like god forbid and it's like oh no like our rating pg-13 our rating and it, it blows my mind because it's like, like when I was, like I said, when I was reading up on articles and the whole deal and, and looking up nudity and things like that, like I feel like we, us and our parents and our grandparents are always just like, like, oh my God, like how dare they? Like we look badly on teenagers and young adults. Like, oh no, like you need to go to school. You need to get married. You need to find a good man. You need to wait till you're married. Yep. But you know what the average uh, loss of virginity in the USA is? For males, it is uh, 16.9. And wow. females, it's 17.4. And it's like, and wow. and we can sit here and pretend. Our parents can sit here and pretend that they weren't doing these things. Because they waited until marriage. But yeah. they didn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my, my parents my were not married. <laughs> like, my mom has to tell me that. I was married. I was a virgin when I got married. I'm like, bullshit. Exactly. And it's like, we're going to sit here and judge these teenagers and these young adults for doing these things. But it's like, our parents did that. Like, my brother and I both passed our parents on the ages they had both of us. So, like, and, I mean, they're okay with that. Yeah, like, it's fine. But other people are so like, oh, no, like. My she mom. has to be a good Christian girl and go to church and and how dare she do that stuff? Let and... me tell you about when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. My mom threw a heel. It wasn't a chancla. Oh, legit, shoot. a five inch heel went right next to my face. The mm-hmm. chancla got stuck on the wall. That's how hard she threw it. <laughs> yeah, and that's because I lost virginity at fifteen. And she and I had to tell her because it was this big long story. Mm-hmm. Long story short, my stepdad knew I went to go lose my virginity because he. You know, he's been there, done that before. Mm-hmm. So he told me I have to tell my mom. So I did. And something else happened, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then I'm like, uh, she she didn't, she says like, oh, I should have waited till I was married. And I looked at her, I'm like, did you wait? She she took a while. She's mm-hmm. like, yes. I'm like, that's bullshit, but okay. <laughs> but, yeah. You know. And, and, it, and it blows my mind because it's just like, yeah, like. It's a thing. Like I know we don't like talking about it, but it's a thing. And it, it is. And what were you parents, doing when yeah. you were teenagers? Like our parents and grandparents, like the baby boomers, like yeah, they were doing it. And like, what's the big deal? Like if you're consenting yeah. and you're being safe and you're doing this and this, like there's like there shouldn't be a thing. And the fact that we just sit here and judge them, it's like, well, I'm older than you, and I know like the ways in the real world, quote unquote, real world things about it it's like yeah but you were doing the same thing and you had a kid when you were 17 so like Mm -hmm. you were making mistakes like I was so what's the big deal and that's that like it blows my mind that that's still like a thing where we sit here and judge these teenagers on doing these things it's like oh where's her mother like those shorts are so short and it's like Mm -hmm. they're they're short I feel like like my (laughs) I've gradually as I got older understand it more than I did when I was younger Mm because when I was younger I was just like you're not a virgin anymore? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't lose my virginity until way I'm shocked later. to the day mm-hmm. people are still virgins and saying, I'm like, you're still a virgin? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm like, of 
cool. I wish I'd waited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, always the yeah. thing is that everyone usually says, I wish I'd waited or yeah. wish it wasn't with the person that yeah. I was with. Like, I waited till I was much older. I was 15, I'm sorry. I was, I was the youngest old, one I was probably there. 20 when I did. And um, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just, I do remember younger thinking, oh my God, get it together. Mm-hmm. But then there are some people who don't do it who do it for the sake of attention. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was in class one day and I shared a class who was a, with a girl who was a freshman. Mm-hmm. She was 13 years old. She said, my goal this year is to make sure I lose my virginity before I turn 14. <laughs> I said, it isn't about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I was, I looked at her. I said, I'm 18 and I'm still a virgin. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh my God, you're still a virgin. It's like, why is that an issue? It's, it's not. And that's the problem is, is well, if is, a female is a virgin at eighteen, she's considered prude. She's considered not, mm-hmm. you know, she's considered all these things. A man being a virgin is either he's either gay or he's not attractive enough. Like, mm-hmm. He's not trying hard enough. Yeah. My thing though is I could it be that he's actually just waiting because he, he wants to, oh, like Jason. Oh, Jason, no, when did you lose your virginity? Nineteen. See, he nineteen and. Sadly, it was with with who he was with, but still, I was 15, and and I didn't lose it because I, you know, that was my goal. It was because I thought I was, you know, I was 15, naive, stupid, and I thought this guy was going to be the guy I ended up with. Sadly, it didn't, it Mm -hmm. (laughs) went horribly wrong, Mm. but... Hey, it happens. Yeah. I did yeah. it because I wouldn't quote, unquote, judge you love. because it happened. At I did all. it because I thought I loved this guy and that's why we did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because it was my goal. Yeah. And what bugs me so much is what I'm learning more and more is just like the concept of losing your virginity like irritates me cuz it's like okay, really what is it? Like like oh my god, like it, it's it's more on like a woman's part, you know? It's like like, who's the lucky guy who gets to be like, oh, no, congratulations, you're now a woman. Like, no, like, that's not, it, it shouldn't matter. Like, it shouldn't matter at all. Like, it doesn't matter for a guy, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, she was my first. Like, oh, like, I did this. Is it going to hurt? Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. A- and and the fact that it, it totally plays into the societal standards of being a woman and, and almost feeling guilty of your own sexuality as a woman and losing your virginity like it shouldn't matter like it's like like why are you asking me this question like yeah. it doesn't matter like so what and and it's one of those things that as i grow older it's like okay wait like i'm kind of realizing now like it it, it doesn't matter like so it doesn't what? but but <laughs> you know if, if you... as long as you're two consenting people who are like yeah, yeah let's do this like okay so what like as long so as it's consensual and you're like you know what i'm ready and he also said it then yeah and if it works out or not it. you know Lose, and but losing your virginity is kind of like the same thing between people who are single and taken what happens when people are single they usually tend to hang with single people mm-hmm. same thing when people are taken same thing when people are pregnant you know they tend to have like this mommy club <laughs> that you're supposed to be a part of because mm-hmm. You guys all have something in common. Mm-hmm. I think that's why most people don't, you know, the the ones that are still virgins tend to hang out with people who are still virgins mm-hmm. because they'll get, you know, they'll get shit for it for being a virgin. Mm-hmm. Same thing for not being a virgin. You you either get slut-shamed or you get a high-five, depending what gender you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just... I guess like little clubs mm-hmm. you kind of get into. Yeah, but that's and like, like, and it's kind of sad it's that fault. it's seen that way. Yeah, yeah, it is sad that you know, like it sucks because I have friends who have kids, but do I hang out with them? No, 
Why? Because I don't have a kid. Mm-hmm. Do my friends hang out with other people who have kids? Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, it shouldn't be like that. But for some reason, it is. Same thing with the virginity. Same thing with being single, mm-hmm. taken, gay, straight, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you can't do anything about that. Well, we can, but it takes more than one person to try our best. We have a long way to go, and that's what's sad. It's because yeah. for women, and just in general, we've been probably working at this for a long time a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and i tell people like as i'm going through school and seeing all the realities of the world and the entertainment business and the whole deal like i tell people it's like no like my like my goal is i want to change hollywood like i want to change how they view women you know yeah but if you tell it to a guy they're just gonna laugh and be like yeah good luck yeah or i'm gonna have the guy who told me that yeah the Start, only yeah you're he's gonna, he's gonna be like good luck yeah and better, and you know. for me as a person like i brushed it off like i don't give a shit like i you will can prove you wrong that. and yeah I will, I will do it yeah exactly and and what sucks is a lot of women who will be like oh well I mean, I went to like five auditions and I didn't get a call back, so I'm just not going to try anymore. But for me, it's just like, no, like I understand that it's a problem and I want to change it. Like there's, there's, there are many prominent women filmmakers out there, regardless of their directors, writers, producers, editors, whatever, you know, who, who employ other women to work with them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's that group of people who help and, and that's when it's like women against women is awful, but women with women, like, it's great, you know? And but it's yeah. like, I've seen so many films where it's like, like, I'm a female director and I'm only hiring a female crew. And I think that's there, awesome. There is a movie with all female cast, and mm-hmm. the thing is, it, it got, you know, bad reviews because it was a female because director. Because that's all they focus on. By only females, and it was sad because I, I mean... I liked it, but I like everything pretty much. <laughs> but I thought it was it was different, you know. Like there was no men seen in that movie whatsoever, mm-hmm. like nothing. Yeah. And I just thought it was nice because it was like, oh, this is all female cast. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and and like my favorite thing is when you watch a movie and you see like okay, like one of my favorite movies is American Psycho, right? Yeah. Great horror movie, gory, it, the whole deal. Christian mm-hmm. Bale is amazing in it, right? And then you see directed by a woman and if you look at how much she had to deal with being a woman director on a thriller movie like that does not happen like especially about a guy who has sex with women all the time and prostitutes and the whole deal and stabs people like yeah oh no that's not good work for a woman director like no i can i can do it i can handle it it's fine like really and and it stands up and it's amazing and it's it blows my mind because it's like like why is it a big deal when it's like you see the the credits and you're like, oh my god, that was directed by a woman or Mad Max. Mad Max won for editing and it was a woman editor. And it's like, oh my god, that's great. You know? And it's like, but so much of me wishes that it like was like, oh sweet, like Mad Max won. You know, it doesn't have to be like like, oh my god, this woman won. You know, like, but that's when when will there be a day where it's not about because of a certain oh, gender yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Should, it should just be about the yes, work? that movie and she did so well. Like it should not about be about the gender mm-hmm. yeah and we have a long way to go for we're, we're fighting for it so mm-hmm. it's, it's a long way yeah mm-hmm. and there are people who are doing it simply for the attention oh yeah, yeah. like what are your guys' thoughts on because i'm going to go back to like the pro nudity thing mm-hmm. and women empowerment with the whole kim kardashian naked selfies 
for me, as much as I don't like the Kardashians, hate. like I can say hate Kim. Well, I'm not gonna say that I hate them because right. they didn't do anything to me. But I don't racist. like for me, like I don't connect with them. I, I'll say that I don't connect with them. I don't watch their show. I don't follow them on Instagram mm. or anything like that, right? But Kim Kardashian posting her nude selfie does not affect my life in any way, and I'm not gonna stop her from posting whatever the heck she wants to post, mm -hmm. you know? I was like, I understand that they'll say like, oh my God, she was famous off of a sex tape. Well, so was Ray J. And yeah. Yeah, are, are we talking true. shit on him? Like, no, we're not. This is very true. I think yeah. even I'm guilty of saying, I think so she's too. only famous for her sex tape. And I, find I think a lot of people saying are, that yeah. too. And, and it's easier to go to that, that thing. It's like, oh my God, like, no, like everything's fake about them and they're, they're this and they're this. And it's like, yeah, I'll sit here and I'll say that the Kardashians are, you know, almost famous for almost nothing and this and, and they're stuck up and they're rude and they're anything else, you know, it's like, but I'm not going to sit here and, and judge Kim Kardashian for posting a nude selfie because she wants to, she did it. It's, it's her prerogative. It's not going to affect my life in yeah. any way. And if she's trying to make money off of it, I think she succeeded. Yeah. She's a businesswoman, so. Yeah, that's the thing is, as much as I don't like them, they are very business savvy. Regardless yeah. of how much we want to deny it. Exactly. They are very business savvy. And, mm -hmm. like, they say they have no education. I'm like, you do realize that Kourtney Kardashian has a degree in business. And yeah. that's why she's done so well in mm -hmm. her companies. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kim Kardashian now makes the majority of her money based on, you know, being at live events. And, mm -hmm. yeah, she does her games and stuff. But they are smart whether we want to admit it or exactly. not. I think we want to deny it simply because it's that whole stigma of they're only famous for being famous. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it should be empowering knowing that there are women who came from practically a bad situation mm -hmm. and turned it around to where now we don't, like, for people who really do follow the Kardashians, mm -hmm. they don't go, oh my god, I love Kim because she's so famous because she did this clothing line and this makeup line. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who are like, oh, she just did this porno. Like, she, they, she's been able to create a career to where that's not the first thing you think anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something that is actually ad admirable to where she's been able to kind of blur a situation that was probably not something she actually did want to have. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and as and as hard as that is, because morally standing, you're just like, oh no, like me as a person, like I want to say like, no, that's not good. Like I don't want to tell my daughter that that's okay or whatever. But it's like, but I mean, it is because it's like, it's your body. That's your account. Like you mm -hmm. own that image. Like you can do whatever the heck you want to do with it. It's not going to bother me. Like, I don't, like, I'm not being forced to look at it, you know? Yeah. And, and. The Unless fact, you follow E. Oh, well, then yes, <laughs> yeah. you are forced to look at it yeah. constantly. Yeah. But, like, like I said, like, I don't follow them on Instagram or Facebook or I don't watch their show or anything. Like, like, I don't have to. Like, I can be Kardashian free. Yeah. But it's like, you, you have to try so hard to be like, I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to judge them as much as you want to, but they're doing whatever they want to do. And I think mm -hmm. that's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah. As much as I like, I think a lot of it is okay. Yeah. I see her posting this nude selfie on like Twitter or whatever it was. And I was just like, I don't like it. I don't. And I think a lot of it is because I don't ever see myself being having the confidence to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is because mm -hmm. I've been told how much like that's a weird and bad thing so kudos to her to being able to have the confidence to do it mm. um but i did notice that some people who are part of 
you know, women empowerment being pink, mm-hmm. um, her being kind of against it mm-hmm. and saying like, I love seeing women use their intelligence for something better than just their body. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with pink. And mm-hmm. then as I really kind of let it sink in, yeah. sink in as much as you guys know, love me pink. Me too. <laughs> we okay. are obsessed. Um, I realized as like, why is pink attacking? Mm-hmm. Pink isn't a completely pink and Kim are completely different realms of the universe. Mm-hmm. Singer, entertainer, as mm-hmm. far as just famous entertainer. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, pink for someone who is very charismatic and vocal about women's rights and being in empowerment for women. I was kind of disappointed yeah, yeah i was a little pissed off i thought i was like yeah go pink i was sharing everything i was mm-hmm. like you go girl be like the riveter like it's mm-hmm. like go you and then i was like wait why does kim's mm-hmm. boobies with the black bar matter yeah it doesn't she's doing it and and a lot of the attack was is pink has posed nude yeah plenty of times yeah and it's because the and this is the thing and we can all agree on it the reason being Pink has talent, and a known talent, and Kim, people don't understand Kim's talent. Mm-hmm. Kim's talent is business. We understand that. Mm-hmm. But Pink is a performer, mm-hmm. and so it's not abnormal for a performer to do something risky. Mm-hmm. But it is when you think she's only famous for being naked. Mm-hmm. And so Same that's thing what, with the Suicide Girls, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the Suicide Girls are supposed to empower different pe- people, like different you know, girls who piercings and tattoos and who knows, and... For some reason, some of them are still being slut-shamed on social media. And I'm like, why are you slut-shaming her? Like, you don't have the boss to do it. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Justin, how about you admire the confidence that a, women have mm-hmm. in embracing their bodies? Because I guarantee you, all three of us probably look in the mirror like, I wish I looked like this. Or mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have this. Or mm-hmm. I, I wish I had the ability to pose or anything like i told you in the last podcast that the one thing i admired about daisy was being able to do a suicide girl suit mm-hmm. that's something i could never in a million years do i was telling her i can't even send nudes to alex like, it's, <laughs> like i can't do it because i just feel like it's i'm so insecure i mean i've been bullied my entire life because of body image and i think that will always kind of mm-hmm. affect me as an adult so it's just like i i would that's why i when i looked at the comparisons between what i thought was right which was pink I realized, no, I don't think Kim is right either. I think she is doing it for attention and oh, doing yeah. it for the wrong ways. Yeah. But I'm also not going to judge her based on that. Yeah. And that, that I'm glad I had that. That moment. Like, yeah. That I did the same thing, too, where at first I'm just like, oh, my God, she posed it again. Why? She and broke like, the internet. Oh, my yeah. God. And I was like, who gives a shit about Kim Kardashian? I was like, wait, no, wait. She's doing her thing. Like, maybe cool. she... Is just was well, like, it's because I look good naked. I want to but, show people. But let's yeah. say fine. Kim Kardashian is news, and it's not news that and everybody cares about. But mm-hmm. she's still news. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it's it's everywhere. That's why it's on everyone's mouth. The first thing people come out, you know, talk. It's Kim Kardashian like, or oh, Kylie or Chloe. You know, it's a Kardashian or a Jenner that your mouth comes out. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, did you? You know, so mm-hmm. and this thing it's, is, it's news, and it's sad that 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 Kim is news. Because it's 
just her posing naked. It, they're not talking about more important stuff that's going on in the yeah. world. It's a lot about, of people oh, think Kim it's... Oh, Kim broke the internet. Yeah. Kim did, Kylie did this. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how is that Because people think uh, that it's taking away attention from something that's actually legitimate. Mm -hmm. Something we need to work... Like the campaign or anything that's happening with ISIS and Syria and the refugees and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We know that that's going on, but constantly in media, all we're seeing is the pie that Chloe claim to have baked like there are facts like when i was younger i'm not gonna lie i did watch the kardashians almost religiously like they were my everything mm -hmm. now that i'm older i don't really like it's on i'll be like okay i'm bored mm -hmm. but i don't really pay attention to them anymore but i still feel like i know their everyday facts over things that could be happening in my yeah. country and i don't i as much as i can just go googly it you know just mm -hmm. look it up I, I, I hate that the first thing on my thing feed is always it's like Chloe and Lamar, you know, they might get back together. And I'm like, ooh, I'm entertained. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, there was a bomb in Syria that killed 65 people and most of them were children and women. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I mean, I understand it's almost like they and probably want to hide that kind yeah. of information. And the sad thing is that it, we don't pay attention to that stuff unless it happens like with the whole San Bernardino thing. Mm -hmm. You know, for uh, what was it, like two weeks? Everybody was all about that, and we didn't even care about what happened to the Kardashians at that point. Mm -hmm. It's not till something happens here that we're like, oh shit, like, this happened, this happened, and, and There's know. suddenly overlays of everyone's yeah. profile pictures. Yeah. And, and so... There's just nothing wrong with that. No. no. People, the one thing I did, I'm just gonna go off topic, but the one thing that always irritated me is, like, people like, oh, now we're gonna put California overlays on our profile, but let us do it! Yeah, we like want to show support. Yeah, anything like it's fine. Like again, like it doesn't affect your life. No, it does not. Like the Get Paris one, the LGBT mm -hmm. one, all that. I let me just change my profile pic or show support. It. Everyone's like, I don't know when I should switch it back. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not supportive anymore. You know, I don't think it doesn't so. matter. Um, I think our biggest problem is I've done some reading on this before too. Is we as a country are so obsessed with our celebrities. Yeah. Like, no, nowhere else in the world are they that in tune with the celebrities' lives, like the paparazzi and the mm -hmm. dating who, and who, like, cares? Like, it's such a thing where it's like, oh, no, like, we have to know about the celebrities' lives, and they also have to be role models, and they have mm -hmm. to be this. Like, no, they don't. Like, they're, they're people who are just trying to live, like, trying to work. Like, they talk to your favorite person, Jennifer Aniston, once <laughs> and they did an interview with her and and they're just like you, you seem so normal and blah 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 and it's like well i mean i am normal like yes. like my friends like see me as just jen like i'm just a person and like my job like anybody else like you're a doctor barista you know you work at the disney store like you, you clock in you clock out yeah that's me as an actor like that's it and i do these events because i'm contractually obligated and then when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm just hanging out with my friends as a person. Yeah. And the fact that it's like so like, oh my god, such like a big here. deal. You're when, wearing this yeah. and you're doing this. Like it's such a big deal. And that's not a big deal anywhere else. And mm. the fact that we are so obsessed with this, like, oh no, like you're a celebrity, like like you've been deemed celebrity status. Like you have to be a role model with the kids. Mm -hmm. You can't be posting nude or posing nude. You can't be doing this. You can't you can't post for Playboy. Yeah. You you can't do this. It's not good for your image. And it's like, well, I mean, like I wanna do this. Like if I wasn't famous, I would pose nude for my boyfriend like whatever you know yeah, yeah. like and it, then the sad thing is is aside from them feeling like i am a normal person at the same time as much as we i'm sure like at least for me i know growing up as wanting to be in entertainment and do theater and acting i wanted that 
sense of fame. Mm -hmm. That idea is amazing. But then when you really think about it is, yeah, Jennifer Aniston, she's probably like, I'm a normal person. But she could have a conversation with somebody and always have that underlying fear of, are they going to sell this to mm-hmm. a tabloid? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you have the biggest trust issues when you're in like entertainment. who are your real friends? Mm-hmm. Who's not yeah. going to tell, you know, the E, what's your back, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, I had an abortion, example. and I'm yeah. going to tell everybody. Yeah, a prime example is when Kim Kardashian had Northwest. Mm-hmm. She got, like, a Google picture of a black baby, sent it to friends, all of her friends. Oh, yeah, I do remember To this. see who was going to be selling this. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, within day a day, not even a day, it was almost it was like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of a sudden, a picture of Northwest mm-hmm. was on TMZ, and she's like, "I know, I can't trust anybody." Mm-hmm. And I, I would hate to have to live that way to mm-hmm. feel like, like I couldn't have a conversation. Like obviously, I trust you guys with everything, like my whole life. Mm-hmm. But if say we had somebody that I didn't know, I would be like afraid if we were famous. To admit anything because I'm afraid that whatever I say is going to be misconstrued mm-hmm. because it even happens to me on a daily basis as a normal human being. Yeah. But to be a celebrity, say, one day I say, oh, you know what? You know, I understand people who have abortions. Mm-hmm. Suddenly on the news, it's going to be like, Jessica is pro-abortion and wants to kill all babies. Mm. Like, a simple conversation yeah. can turn into something so incredibly asinine. Exactly. And I, that's the one thing I would hate being a celebrity is knowing that you can't trust anybody. Yeah. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. And and that's something that, as much as I hate it, like, I don't think it'll ever go away. No. Especially with social media. It'll never It's go gotten away. worse because of social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's like we're so in tune with these celebrities. Like, they're real people. It's like, no, but, like, you're, they're still selling their product on their social media and doing these things. And it's like you're still, like, you're, you're in tune with them and you're doing this. And it's like, but they're just trying to make a living for themselves. They're just trying to work mm-hmm. and do their craft. And, yeah. and that's... I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, would I switch places with a famous celebrity? I probably would. Because they their lives are I wouldn't say their lives are easier, but it, it's just I don't know it, it, I don't know if that makes any sense. Does that no. make sense? Yeah, it does. Like because as much as they probably have so many insta- like problems to deal with as far as social media and paparazzi and all of this, mm-hmm. they also have the benefit of being able to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. whether it's misconstrued or not, mm-hmm. and shown publicly, good or bad. Mm-hmm. They still have the opportunity to do ev- like I mean for you, you'd probably switch. With, you know, Quentin Tarantino, if yeah. you could. Oh, yeah. You'd take it, you'd be like, I get to make films yeah. my entire life. And whether you like if they're gory or not, screw you. Yeah. You know, I, it would, I just, the grass is always greener on the other side regardless. I, like, I guarantee you, Jennifer Aniston, as much as she loves her acting, she's like, I would like a sense of normalcy in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, we always want what we can't have. But I think we had a really long conversation. Jason, did we have a long conversation? My phone died. <laughs> I had to get up in like four hours for work so yeah we had a long conversation we did but I, I think we talked about a lot and I think we got stuff off our chest and it's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. so I want to say thank you to Miss Ali Vilches for joining us for our podcast thanks and I for hope- having me and Jason as an audience who was amazingly quietly back there <laughs> letting us know whether or not we need to 
Yeah. Talking, <laughs> stop, just stop. Thanks You're talking about that. And getting stuff. us food. Mm. And getting us food. And being our craft services. Absolutely. Intern for today. Mm-hmm. Intern. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. My name is Jesse. And I am Daisy. And we'll see you in our next one. <laughs>